We are back and better than ever. Um, today we are talking about friendship and failure. Um, we really want to like tap in on the podcast, like all the things in your 20s, all the things that, you know, are happening. And we felt like failure is such a huge thing that people don't talk about or they're super cookie cutter about it. And we just want to get some really raw and real with you guys. And then with friendships too, like how hard they are to navigate in your 20s when you've like first graduated or you've moved or there's just like so many things that can happen. And then also like how to find friends, (laughs) like, because we were just talking about, um, the fact that it's really hard to find people in your industry. You actually connect in, like, I'm kind of in like an awkward space at the moment where like in what I'm doing, it's not necessarily a traditional career path. So it can be weird and like also awkward to try to like describe your job to people and have people who are on like the same wavelength as you. Yeah. Hey, Matt's here. Yeah. (laughs) Casually. This went on a damn roll. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I think so. Um, like, I agree. And I think, at least for me, I realized after college that things change a lot. They change a lot. Like, I remember Mad, so she graduated before I did. And she would, like, call me and be like, oh, my gosh, it's hard to, like, see my friends. It's hard to, like, keep in and check in with them on a regular basis. Like, And I remember hearing that from her and I was kind of like, oh, maybe at the time because of where I was still down at school, it didn't seem like that big of a deal or like big of a thing. And I was like, Mads, you'll see then. You know what I mean? This is kind of just what's happened (laughs) now that I'm in it. And I'm like, holy shit, I haven't seen or really talked to anyone in a week. Right. It's so different. It's so different. Not living like five minutes from everyone that you know or having classes. So you're just going to see them later that day anyways. Yeah. It's it's a whole different world. And, and it's such an adjustment period. It really is. And I, I think it's so strange because I feel like in high school, when you're headed off to college, you think to yourself, this is it. Like, this is when I become an adult. And yeah. this is the real thing. And then... You do your whole college thing and you're like, yes, this is adulting. Yes. And and then you graduate and you get a job full time and it's there's a whole nother transition that no one really talks about. No one talks about it. And you literally get like thrown on the cement. Like I feel like high school is like when you're ready to get in the car. College, you're like in the car. The adulting, they literally take you out of the car, throw you on the sidewalk and say, walk and figure it out. Oh my gosh, I know. I saw like a meme or a quote and it said um adulting is soup and I am a fork (laughs) (laughs) literally like unless it's vegetable soup you're not doing too hot like you're tomato bisking this situation it's crazy and there's just so many things to figure out for yourself and and nobody's like literally no one talks about it like all of my friends too they're like why didn't anyone chat about this like how to do this when we were in college or like how to navigate this or like why isn't there like, I mean, there probably are books, but why isn't like more people like having a real conversation about like, this shit is hard. (laughs) It is. I feel like time management is a big thing you have to figure out because in college, I think at least for me, you know, with your classes, your time is really broken up and you have like breaks in between the day and And you have a set schedule. Like, that is, like, your schedule. It's been assigned by an advisor. You kind of maybe got to choose a little bit. You're like, oh, I'm feeling a little wild. We're not going to have an 8 a.m. this term. Right? And I think it changes, too, every term. So if you're not super jazzed about it, it's like, okay, three months, and then I get to do something different. 
And you, yeah, and you gotta like switch it up. Like you're switching up who you're seeing, what you're doing. It's like new friends are in each class. So it's kind of like, okay, this is a new friend group. Here are like some new people to hang out with. There's like new tasks for you to do. And now it's like just not that way. Right. And I feel like for me with my classes, I always had them kind of sporadically throughout the day. I never had days where I was all day in class like a job from like you know if you're there from like nine to five like I can't even imagine going to high school now because it was literally all damn day like I question myself all the time I'm like how did I do this like in high school you would go at 8 a.m you would leave at three I know what well and you have such a different schedule too than I think like the average 20 year old with a kind of more rigid schedule of a job you know because you make your own schedule which I think is a different scenario it's a whole different animal right like we're in the zoo and like there's birds and then there's elephants (laughs) we're in like two different little cages so it is it's so awkward so I am excited to tap into this episode a little bit of friendship a little bit of failure yes um we didn't have um what is our drinking word that's a good question um, should we go with friendship? Let's do friendship. Yeah. All right, guys, we are gonna jump into it. <laughs> okay, we are back. talking about not a lot of people talk about this and I feel like it's awkward for people because everyone wants to like show this like picture perfect like la-di-da-di-da with like the unicorns and all the things and that's just like not how life is and I don't know I feel like there's a lot of other people who are like feeling this way and like with 2020 here like it's time to like dump all the feelings of like the failure and that it's a bad thing and like use it to like propel you forward. Yes, I definitely agree. Moving forward, that is the best way to go. It really is. Okay, Mads, do you have a story of failure that you felt like you really learned from? Um, I can think of one. (laughs) (laughs) I can think of a few. (laughs) But um, yeah, I would say so recently I had been working on kind of a startup. Um, It was all interior design based, kind of targeted um, towards students. And I spent like a year working with another person on this project and I got to a point where I stepped away from it and I I don't know I guess for me it felt kind of like a failure like I had failed because I didn't feel like I was able to like give or that I was bringing value to like this project I guess and so I think for me I was at a point where like I think I need to step away from this because like I don't know what I'm doing that's helping this move forward and like I didn't feel like it was moving forward and it was a struggle to spend like a year of my life working on that and then have to say like I don't know if this is gonna work out and I mean I learned a lot of different things about myself and about the process and about all these different things um did a ton of research so I try and look at it in that respect um 
But to me, yeah, I would say it feels kind of like a failure just because... It's like a baby. Like, it's like you literally, like, birthed this baby. (laughs) Like, you had it. And then you're like, okay, I kind of expect to, like, be a mom forever. Exactly. Like, there's going to be something coming after. And when there's not, it can be kind of difficult. So, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to take it as it is. And like I said, take what I can from the experience and move forward. And um, new things are coming in 2020, new I guess. New things are coming. I love the positive spin. <laughs> um, for me, like, I would say my biggest, like, failure, I guess I would see it as. And I'm trying not to see it that way because I feel like there's a lot of things that, like, I may have failed in. I don't think this was one of them, but in my head, like, I felt like it was a failure. Like, I literally cried, like... And I felt like I'm not like a very like sad type of person, but I felt like a little depressed for a few days because I was like, oh my gosh, this is something that I've put literally a year of like my life into and like gave it my all. So what I'm talking about is blooming bloggers. <laughs> and, and I started it um, with a girl who I love, but honestly, it was just like at the end of the day, it just didn't make sense anymore. Like we had our last event and I didn't feel good. Like, I felt, like, super drained. I didn't feel empowered. I literally wanted to pack up my stuff and just go. Like, it was all too much. And I feel like there was so much work that was being piled on me mm-hmm. that it just wasn't, like, a time that I even got to, like, breathe or, like, be in the moment or stay. Like, there's so many – I don't know. There, But there were so many, like, lessons that I learned. And, like, looking back, I think it was, like, such a huge thing. But closing it and coming to the idea that it needed to end and I needed to go out on my own – was like a huge decision because I didn't want it to hurt our friendship, which is like another reason why we're talking about friendships. Um, I didn't want it to be like awkward between us. And also like I wanted to do something that I make like a full-time income on. And right. and people, again, like another thing that they don't talk about is money. And like that's <laughs> not necessarily a sexy topic, but like, and people feel awkward. Like I think it's awkward sometimes for people to talk about and it was hard for me to like walk away from that. But I like consulted with a lot of different people who are like, I think that this is the best situation for you. And like, you can love this. You can love your business partner, but at the same time, like you got to like step out on your own. And like you used this whole thing to now propel you to this next step. Right. So it was like, it felt sad. Like it felt like, and it felt honestly embarrassed. I was embarrassed because I was like, wow, I don't know if you felt this way, but it's yeah. like something I've been talking about, I've been doing, I've been posting right. about, and then literally it's like gone. Yes. And I felt like weird about it. So I don't know. I feel like if anybody's out there and you feel like awkward and uncomfortable on like a project you started and like maybe you're deciding to like end, like you shouldn't. Like, and I wish somebody kind of would have been like there to be like, don't be, and there are people who were, but sometimes you need it to be like slapped on the side of your head. Like, (laughs) don't feel like embarrassed. Don't feel awkward. Like it happens to everybody. And it's like really like looking back on it, you have to see it as a positive, like find something about it. Even if it ended like shitty, find something about it that was like really positive. Yes. I would definitely agree with you on that. Um, we are going to talk about, too, like, our jobs and how kind of untraditional they are. Yes. Because it is hard to make friends, like, in this day and age. Like, it's, like, a little weird. And, like, I feel like I'm really blessed with all of, like, the group of people that I've been able to surround myself with. But there was definitely – I've never been in a time in my life, like, where I am right now, where I feel like I have such solid friendships that, like, 
I honestly have five people I could call if like shit hit the fan. Yeah. And I feel like I haven't felt that way in a really long time. In like high school, I was kind of in this like awkward kind of like friends with everybody, but not really in a group. In college, I was in a sorority that I hated, <laughs> literally loathed, like did not enjoy it at all. Um, and so it kind of took me like branching out on my own and like doing my own thing. But it's so awkward. Like literally today. I, like, my grandma, who's, like, it's a really long story, but she's kind of, like, my sub-grandma. <laughs> like, um, she's my aunt's mom um, who's adopted. And it was just, like, today she's, like, so, like, what are you doing? Like, what? <laughs> what's, like, the next thing? And you're, like, how awkward it is to be, like, okay, if you have an untraditional job. Like, they don't even see it as a job. Like, I had to, like, describe to her, like, what we were doing today, like, podcasting. And I was, like, it is I had to get like so technical I like wanted to vomit I was like it is an audio file that we are recording via mics and right. we are going to take that audio file we're going to chop it up so it sounds semi-decent <laughs> we are going to then distribute it through these platforms and she's like platforms like what are those I know. and I'm like grandma it's like Apple and Spotify and all this other stuff and she's like oh wow she's like the Apple like the computer and I was like yes they have this thing called like an iTunes like podcast. <laughs> so it was like just it's weird to tell people or to be like hi like I'm a blogger and they're like nice so are you, are you an influencer I'm like okay we all just wanted to vomit that you just said that right well and I feel like especially with around what you do there's so much like stigmas and people I don't know I don't think that a lot of people have a lot of ideas of what you really do that yeah. much of I literally anytime that I'm like on a date with someone they're like so blogger so you like do a website <laughs> like it's literally like I wish it was like more common because I feel like it is common nowadays but like no one has any idea what you do and you run right. you literally your own schedule and Mads like runs her own schedule too right and it's like hard then to pe people are like so like when are you off work and I'm like, when I decide I'm done for the day, exactly. which sometimes isn't till two in the morning. And sometimes is at 5 p.m. Exactly. Yeah. Depends it's, how the day's going. It really depends. But so how do you, how do you like make friends and connect with people with not having a traditional job where you like, you go to an office? Um, I feel like it's hard, but I, f I have to do a lot of the reaching out. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that people are like really scared to do this. Like you get slammed down a few times. <laughs> You're like, oh, brush off the ego. But like literally social media, you can be social on it when it's like you have your intention, even though it can be so awkward. Like. One of my really good friends slid in my DMs, literally was like, you're cute. Let's go to coffee. Not in like a creepy way. Like, don't be going around <laughs> being a creeper, being like, nice legs. Let's go to coffee. Like, they're going to get the wrong idea. Like, things aren't happening that way. I mean, like, reach out to someone and be like, oh, my gosh. Like, I have reached out to a few bloggers. And it's hard because it's like a lot of people are very different than they are online versus, like, yes. who they are in person. Right. So I think that's a little difficult. But, yeah, I've, like, reached out to people or – there was, like, a girl the other day who, like, won a giveaway. And I was, like, well, I could either ship this to you for, like, $20 or I could buy you a Starbucks. Like, do you want to just hang out for an hour? And she's, like, holy shit, yeah. She's, like, did you have time? Like, I was, like, <laughs> I was, like, yeah, let's take, you know, an hour. Go get some coffee. What about you, Mads? I would say I like to meet people at events. That's a good one. 
Yeah. But not like a festival. Like me and Maddie just read this article that was like how to meet friends and it was like festivals. I was like, who? No, you're drunk at a festival and you're literally, it's like the girl in the bathroom who you're like, oh my God, you're cute. You're cute. And then you're, then everyone's talking about their boyfriends and they're like, dump him. Right. (laughs) And then you have no idea who it is. No. Yes. Not quite like that. I'm thinking more like, I like to go to like professional events, like networking events, design sort of. They have like a lot of different interior design open house sort of things or showrooms and um I like going to that sort of thing so like being in like your little niche like whatever you have like your job in like let's say it's social media like you can go or like business you can totally go on Eventbrite they have like networking sessions they have like different places that you can go to visit there's a um there's a thing called like meetup.com yes there's an I think it's an app yeah and I've used that kind of actually okay i've looked at it i've never really gone <laughs> Maz to anything is like i use it all the time just kidding i've never been to one event <laughs> i've never been to one event but i have heard successful things from that yeah but yeah and i mean we go to events too sometimes and i like that just because i feel like when you're on a, at an event with someone you you know that you at least have that thing as a shared interest yeah you're like you're clearly here for the same thing i'm here for well maybe not exact but like me and Mads went to like Wild Fang had a, like an event the other night. Yes. So, oh my gosh, it was for that book. So um, good. Girls who run the world. Yeah. Super cute. Yeah. And it was a. It was one of the best events I've been to in a long time. Me too. And their panel was like fan freaking tastic. Amazing. But we ended up talking to like the girl next to us for like twenty minutes because she was holding the book. We're all here to. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were just waiting for the panel yeah. to start. And she was like super cute and fun and like works in Portland and like. That's such an easy in, and, like, you don't have to be drinking, even though we love a good drink. Right. Like, so if you're like, okay, I'm trying to, you know, get a little healthy. We've got a Whole30 happening, a little keto action. We're not on a drinking bender. So, like, (laughs) you can go, like, and straight up bring a friend with you, even just, like, someone who's, like, social. Yeah. Like, bring a friend to meet a friend. Exactly. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so here's another question for you. Have you ever had a friendship that, like, ended... And how did you navigate that? Okay, so I've had – okay, so I had a girl in college who I was really good friends with. Like, um, oh, well, I have two. I'll share two, and I'll try to make them really quick. One of them I was really good friends with. She was, like, my roommate in college, and um, we were pretty close. Uh, she was, like, in my sorority. And I honestly, like, we felt – like, to this day, we've both felt guilty about how it ended. We spent, like, a lot of time together, and we both kind of, like – I don't know. I think we expected too much out of one person. And that's mm-hmm. why I feel like it's so good to have multiple friendships that you go to for different things. Yeah. And I felt like we both relied on each other too much. We spent 24-7 together. And like I said, sorority life was not easy for me. Like, I have, like, a bigger personality. Shocker. <laughs> and, like, not a lot of girls liked me. Like, they just didn't. Like, either they thought I was, like, a bitch, which totally fine if you did. But, like... <laughs> They either thought that or, too, like, we never related on anything that wasn't surface. Like, yeah. I hate surface-level conversations. And, like, we were, like, literally grazing the surface. Like, how are you? I was like, oh, my God, I can't do this every day. Like, <laughs> this is, in- like, makes me want to jump off a bridge. And so that was hard because we were supposed to live together. And then... I had other people who asked me for, like, the next year, and she did, too, and that kind of just, like, broke our friendship up. Like, I thought she was talking crap about me. She thought I was talking crap about her, and it was, like, actually a mutual friend of both of ours who was just 
just stir in the pot. <laughs> and then years later, we had a class, um, like two years after that, together. And we were like, what happened? Like, and I felt really guilty. Like, I felt like that was a failed friendship. And it feels like uh, you almost have a breakup. Yeah. And we still, what's funny is, like, we've actually got in touch, like, recently. Because, like, I've, we're, me and Maz are trying to go down to L.A. to do some podcasting stuff. And she's like, come down and visit me. Like, all this stuff. And so I feel like we did have, like, a heart-to-heart kind of and been, like, I have no ill will towards you. Like, I think about you all the time. But, like, I'm, you know, like, I'm sorry. And, yeah. like, I feel like that's an okay thing to say. Like, if you fuck up, it's cool. Like, admit you're wrong. Like, and either you're friends or you're not, you know? Right. What about you? I would say I haven't had, like, a friend breakup, I would say, in, like, since, like, the begin Like, I can think of, like, my freshman year in college and, like, high school kind of. But I think, like, I just went through stages where, like, you would become friends with someone, like, really quick and, like, be really close with them then. And then, like, you kind of, like, grow. I think, like, in high school. Grow apart, kind of, yeah. You're doing a lot of growing there's a lot of things changing you're kind of like trying to figure out yeah who you are what's happening in this world yeah. right like what really matters to me and then you like realize that there's this person that you've like become friends with really fast and then you're like you know in six months or a year stuff happens and you just like you feel differently and I so, agree yeah or like your guys's like life morals don't match up right that's like a big one yeah when you're like whoa that was actually really bad like I had a person that I lived with that like was really screwing around with this guy and like I wasn't friends with the guy but like how she treated the guy actually made me question her I was like that is like messed up and I genuinely yeah. felt bad for him after I met him I was like I can't like condone this and like me and her aren't like we weren't, like, super good friends, but I was just kind of like, I don't even want to be around this. It's too much. Yeah, and I think you don't, especially when you're younger, like, you don't always know that until you've experienced it. Yeah. And like, so, you might have been okay with something, and then later on, you're like, no. Right. So I can think, like, of multiple times in high school where I was friends with someone, and nothing really happened. Like, there wasn't a big falling out or anything it we just grew apart and I just realized there was like certain aspects of the individual that I wasn't that attracted to and I just didn't want to like keep investing my time in that situation so um yeah nothing like crazy big no tea to spill but yeah (laughs) there's no tea spilling here yeah but I mean I think that's like also important as you kind of grow right you grow and you figure your stuff out To understand, okay, this is, like, something that is positive in my life, and these other things may not be, and so I need to kind of, like, watch for these types of things and hurt people. Yeah, like, a good gut check. Like, I've been talking about lately, like, just I've been really, like, gut checking, and that even means friendships. Like, as, like, is this person that you're around, like, are they positive? Do you feel like you have a really good time with them? Do you let loose with them? Do you have, like, a friend that you, like, go to when you're, like, holy shit, me and my boyfriend just broke up. What am I doing with my life? Help me. Set me up a Bumble profile. (laughs) Or, like, do you have, like, that friend you get a little bit more serious with, you know? Like, there's plenty of people for different things, and, like, I've realized, like, the best thing that I can do is, like, figure out who that person is for me. Right. And then not use, that sounds so bad, then use them for that thing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. with Matt, like, I feel like uh, she's kind of a universal friend. Like, she does <laughs> all of the different little pots. Like, 
you know, if I can come to her with like breakup things or work things or like, but there's not a lot of friends you can do that with who aren't going to judge you. Like, right. That's hard. Yeah. No, I would agree. Like, I definitely don't feel like in our relationship we judge each other on things that happen that we do. Yeah. I would be like, Mads, this was really fucked up. I need you to tell me if this was bad or not. And then she's like, probably not a good choice. (laughs) I'm like, like, okay, perfect. No judgment. But maybe we shouldn't do that one again. (laughs) Or like, you know, and I feel like we can like gut check each other. Like, have you even thought about this? And we're like, whoa, okay. And it's like just a very non-judgmental space. Exactly. Um, what was probably your hardest friendship you stepped away from? Um, hmm, that's a good question. When you know, okay. I was like mouthing to her someone. She's like, no, you don't. Um, She's like, no, no, no. I don't know. That's a good question. Like I said, I haven't had like a big one since I would say, okay, there was this girl my freshman year of college who I became like super good friends with like super fast and um we like lived in the dorms like next to it we weren't roommates but like next Mm -hmm. to each other and stuff and we like started doing everything together and I'm so I'm the type of person who's very independent like I'm fine with doing my own thing um like I'll go shopping to the mall by myself and like that's not an issue like some I know for some girls that's like they hate doing that sort of thing they, like, need a codependent buddy. Exactly. Like, can't be alone by themselves. So this girl and I, we became really good friends. And, like, I could start to see, like, she was not independent, which, like, I don't think is something that you automatically know about someone. Uh-uh. And it became really difficult for me because, like I said, we lived in the dorm. So, like, you're on campus. Like, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. You know? So she was, like, always, like, with me. Like, always. And, like, I think kind of, like, what you were saying with your situation where we were just, like, always together. Yeah. And, like, always doing things. And I was the type of person who would be, like, I would be fine with going and, like, sitting by myself and doing my own thing. Yeah. And she was, like, not as interested in doing that. Mm -hmm. And so I think, like, that was a situation where I liked the person. And I don't think I handled the situation either because I was going for my own stuff and whatever. And so, like, you know, that was – but, yeah, probably not the best – the best way for me to deal with that. But that's – you know, I think, like, that's part of what you have to figure out. And um, that was my last one, though, that I would say where I've really, like – like a friendship breakup I had a pretty bad friendship breakup with sorry I'm mouthing to little case with this girl in my life shall we may not name she like lived with me for like pretty much five years when we were younger like my parents took care of us she went us on every single family trip like our families were together like all the things and I just like came to realize like what honestly an awful person she was like she set a guy up that I was dating like current like was dating at the time with another girl yeah and then once we like re like I tried to get over it like all the stuff she would hang out with him behind my back like it was just a really weird situation where like I didn't know how to act and honestly the first thing I did was get angry like not a good response like the not a good response but like I saw like her do this and then probably a year later after she apologized felt terrible we like rekindled our friendship where then (laughs) for my birthday Mads actually comes back up in the story she's like great so (laughs) this was a birthday we love a good birthday story because mine tend to go a little wild and she um so I was dating a different guy at this time and apparently she just loves to meddle in my love life (laughs) I was in the bathroom and I was very drunk I was vomiting and um 
Well, I think I was turning, I was I turning 20, 21? I think I was turning, no. I think you were turning 22. Maybe I was turning 22. Yeah. Um, so this wasn't that long ago. And she said that Madeline was like locking lips with this guy that I was seeing because somehow her red lipstick like got kind of on his shoulder or something. I don't know exactly what happens. Anyway, I was just like, I'm not into it. After that happened, we had like a big blowout fight because she just like to stir the damn pot. Right. I gave her like, um, a f- like I took senior photos at the time, gave her like an engagement session for her and her fiance at the time, helped her pick out her wedding dress. Things were not, things were great until then <laughs> she posted like on Facebook and tagged me putting that she was looking for a different engagement photographer and then disinvited me to her wedding and her engagement party that literally I was helping plan. So that was a hard one. Yeah. And it took me a while to not be mad at her because I was like, wow, we've put all this time and effort into this. And now I've honestly, the best thing that I did was number one, like apologize for maybe anything that I had done in our friendship, like kind of to myself. I was like, I've got to like let go any shame or guilt that I feel around this because like I put so much time into this effort, into this relationship. Wow. I feel like, okay, we're on Dr. Phil, right. <laughs> literally Dr. Filling over here. Like, what did I do wrong? What did I not do wrong? And then also like, how can I like apply this then to like future friendships? Exactly. Like now it's just literally what I will and won't put up with. Uh-huh. And I'm I like, you know, setting up the current boyfriend with a new girlfriend, <laughs> you know, that's kind of on the, that's on the top of the fucked up list. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. And Mads was through it all. She, we laughed. We had this thing. She said the night where she got the little lipstick on the t-shirt, the girl <laughs> said that she, Mads put her full palm on this guy. So oh now gosh, we, I forgot about that. <laughs> so we literally said we were going to make t-shirts the that said full palm, palm. the full oh, palm, not I a remember- fingertip but a full freaking palm. I remember we were like, we were in a bar and it was super loud and we were trying to talk to each other. And so I kept like leaning into him to like mm-hmm. yell in his ear. And I'm like taller than this person too, because I'm in heels. So it was whatever. a wreck, but it was, it was just, a wreck. We were all very drunk that night. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, with the 2020, cut out the crud, like <laughs> cut off like the dead ends of the hair and the friendships. Like, it is, and we, like, feel you when it's, like, hard to make friends, but I think the best thing you can do is, like, put yourself out there. I would agree. Which seems cliche, but, like, slide into DMs, ask your coworker, like, out to coffee, not in a creepy way again, but, right. like, you know, doing, like, that type of thing. You can also, like, befriend, like, friends that you've had in the past. Like, you can totally reach back out to people. Like, let's say you've been graduated for a while. You guys had a great time in college. They could have changed. You could have changed. Exactly. Yes, yeah. like rekindle old old friendship flames. Yes. I mean, <laughs> rekindle the fire. Right, because sometimes nothing happens and you just I mean like life gets busy, stuff happens and you just kind of like drift from people for no like specific reason. So I think reaching back out and just being like, "Hey, Do you want to come hang? Yeah. You probably have new apartments or new places you're living. Have a good wine night. Right. And, like, you know them enough that it's not going to be hard to find something to talk about. Like, it's not going to be very awkward. Exactly. Because if you don't know someone, it can be be a little awkward sometimes. I would agree. Okay, what's your number one tip for failure? For failure. I would say I definitely always try and reflect and see what – I can take out of the 
out of the experience because I definitely believe that like failure is your number one like learning opportunity. So what, okay, I failed at this, but I learned this, this other thing and what can I take away from that and how can I apply it so that, um, like I think like the only time that you really fail is when you do the same thing twice and like you repeat the same mistakes, I guess you would say. Yeah. I would agree. I would say for failure, I write down, this sounds so weird. When I failed, I write down how it makes me feel. Because at the end of like, the end of the day, literally, it's your feelings that you attach to that emotion that make you feel that. So if I'm like, okay, I feel shameful, I feel embarrassed, and then I like tap into why that is. Like maybe that's like a deeper issue that I have in myself. Whoa, we went deep this episode. Oh my gosh, we did. Oh my gosh, we did. Whoa. People are going to be like, we, they didn't talk about alcohol maybe twice. What's happening? No, we did share a good vomit story. Oh gosh, yeah. I know I was really hungover after that night. Oh. (laughs) Oh my gosh, guys. Well, this was fun. Thanks for spending your afternoon or your night with us. We enjoy hearing from you. Slide in our DMs at the Bottled Blonde. Slide in our personal DMs if you want to say hey. Yeah. At Christina Catherine McGinnis. At Madeline Jo Moeller. Yes, yes, yes. So make sure to rate and review the podcast. Again, we enjoy spending this time with you. And ta-ta for now. Bye.